0: Today on Locked On A's, we are talking about Shintaro Fujinami, the A's new signing out of the NPB. How does he fit? Who is he? And uh, who did the A's have have to cut to make room for him? Let's get into it, you guys. You are Locked On A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. stepping to the mic it's your host jason burke how's it going ace fans and welcome to episode 519 of the locked on ace podcast part of the Locked On podcast network your team every day i'm your host noted baseball fan jason burke and on today's show the ace made an exciting signing he has been compared to shohei otani granted that was a decade ago but uh he, he was not to be the better pitcher between himself and shohei otani We're going to be talking about Shintaro Fujinami. I'm very excited about... The A's don't make too many of these signings. I'm excited about this. It's been a decade since they signed as out of nowhere. Now, it's Fujinami time. I'm very, very excited. We're going to talk all about him on today's episode. So, uh, that's something to be excited for. And thank you guys so much for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. So, if you're on YouTube right now, subscribe, like, Comment down below, because all those things help other A's fans and other baseball fans find this podcast, and uh, you guys have been doing a great job. This thing, every time I post a video, it's like 20 extra subscribers, so you guys are doing great. Keep commenting down below. If you don't know what to say, just put, so good at baseball, so handsome, enter comments, and then that that's good enough to get us more subscribers, so thank you to everybody who has been helping along those lines. Uh, if, if you don't, I mean, do that. There's no if. Do that. And then follow us on social media, at Locked on A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm by Jason B. on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news, insight, and analysis. There's good stuff over there. So uh, go check out all of the, the think pieces that I'm writing over at Inside the A's. You can check them out at Inside the A's on Twitter and on Facebook, so you never miss an article over there. But without further ado, let's talk about the A's signing of Shintaro Fujinami. It's a one-year deal, which stinks it's only it's only one year but maybe it could turn into more we'll see uh this is kind of like a let's see how he does in the states and then he'll probably wind up going other places if he does well or maybe uh, the a's will be able to sign him to a longer term deal and by longer term i mean like two three years that's the a's price range but uh the, the deal is for million with $1 million in incentives. Uh, The $1 million in incentives I saw from John Heyman, so I'm assuming that it's right, but hey, we'll see. Uh, He is a 28-year-old right-handed pitcher. Uh, He was in the same draft class as Shohei Otani, and the MPB draft is weird and funky. I I was looking it up, and if I'm reading it correctly and understanding how it works correctly, He was, in fact, drafted before Shohei Otani. Otani, a two-way player and really, really good. But uh, Shentaro Fujinami was actually thought to be the better player between the two when they were both 18 years old. Interesting, I think. Um, He has obviously not fulfilled some of that potential, but he's over here in the same division as Shohei Otani. There's going to be a lot of comparisons uh, because they're from the same country, obviously. But also, uh, they both throw splitters, and uh, Otani's is really good. And I, I've heard that Fujinami's is also very, very good. I cannot. I I hope that as at his introductory uh, introductory uh, press conference, Fujinami says, "I wanted to sign with the A's because they're in the same division as Shohei Otani, and I want to face him every single game. Just throw <laughs> me out there, uh, because between him and Waldachuk, that's two Otani just." uh killers right there <laughs> uh otani's never beat. oh i mean he might have beaten fujinami i actually haven't looked that up but ken walterchuk has never been defeated by Shelly otani that's that's just facts so the a's are in very good position uh in 2023 you gotta say uh anyways Let's talk about Fujinami, and just like uh, some of the stuff about him. Uh, he set 96 with his fastball in 2022. He has also touched as as high as 101, according to the Japan Times. Uh, I, I've seen 100 even in a bunch of places, but the Japan Times said 101, so I'm going to stick with them. Um, he also has a splitter, which is a huge weapon for him. Uh, Sports Info Solutions says that that's like his, his, his good pitch. The development of that has led... To him having more success than he was having just a few years ago um in his last seven starts in 2022 he had 43 and two-thirds innings pitched 309 era a 27 percent strikeout rate and a 5 percent walk rate those are all much better numbers than he'd been posting from 2017 on he started off his career doing fairly well being you know an all-star uh with hanchin uh the, the Hanjin tigers and then uh, he he started going to their minor league team because he he just lost control and he would be splitting seasons there between from 2017 up to and including 2022 he he had been splitting time between those two spots between the minor leagues and the the main team so. He lost a a little bit of it, but it seems as though he got some of it back in 2022, and a big reason why is that he stopped using his slider as much. That that was helpful, because his command with the slider just isn't quite there. The slider is a big pitch, uh, you know, stateside, so we'll see how that translates over here. Uh, Maybe he gets more, you know, swings and misses, just guys chasing it, Um, but... I mean, I, I'm intrigued to see what happens with the slider, because he's going to need a third pitch to be in the A's rotation. And the report is he's going to be in the A's rotation, according to Jeff Passan. He was he's signed to be in the A's rotation, and that is a very interesting wrinkle, I think, with this signing. But the splitter became a, a very good weapon for him. He was getting, uh, what what is it? Uh, da, 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 da. He throws at 91, which is very hard for a splitter. Uh, Otani throws his 88. That's three miles an hour difference. That's a hard, hard split. Did I say slider? I meant splitter. I apologize. It's a splitter. Throws at ninety one. Very, very hard. Uh, I had a thirty four percent whiff rate last season. That's really good as well. Also had a sixty six percent ground ball rate. So if the, uh, if the batter's made contact, it went on the ground. Essential two thirds of the time, it went on the ground. That's a great pitch, and uh, I want to see what he can do with that against. Big league hitters in America, um, you got to think that his stuff can play. He can do it with almost two pitches for a couple of outings, and then he's going to start getting exposed potentially. So he's going to need that third pitch and be able to work a little bit with uh, with his catcher. And this is just a, an off the cuff thing, but I think that Manny Pina might be his his everyday catcher. Uh, every time that day goes out there, only because Langoliers is still learning, you know everything himself. Manny Pena has been around for a while. He can, you know, show him the ropes, and he'd be a good calming force, I think, for somebody who's just coming over to America and uh, is le- has a lot of other things to deal with. I think Manny Pena would be a good catcher, a good backstop, a good uh, just coach to have on the field with you, uh, working through a game plan with you. I think that that would be good. So, uh, I mean, don't quote me on it, but. I think that that would be a smart plan for the A's moving forward. Um, the A's have been scooping up, guys, with with command issues. And, and I got to say, there's either uh, two, there's one of two things at play. Either Mike McCarthy can fix everybody, their, their new bullpen coach, can fix everybody's command issues, which would be nice. Um, and the A's think that they can just fix everybody's command issues, uh, get them some repeatable mechanics, do all that stuff, or uh, they're just getting a swooping up a bunch and opening that like two or three click and uh doing it so we'll we'll see what happens here but they got the fireballer as all the high the uh the uh the headline said they said that the a's signed fireballer shantaro fujinami um which i mean he throws 96 is that a fireballer he can touch a hundred but he's not like the only one fireballer seems like a strong word is all i'm gonna say that's setting the bar too high Uh, He's a a good guy. He's a good pitcher. I'm very interested to see what he does in 2023 with the Oakland A's because uh, he's going to need that third pitch. So that's going to be something that we need to look at during spring training. But he's also probably going to be in the A's rotation barring injury. So how does that look? I don't know, but I am going to tell you guys what it is going to look like here in just a second. So here we go. Sorry, that was weird. My sister texted me and it sounded like it was an emergency. They're having people over for the Super Bowl. That's it anyways. And it was on my computer. That's that's what that was. I didn't want that to be the lead to break. So I'm going to be talking about what the rotation looks like, uh, you know, as of right now, with the five names that we have kind of penciled in or more or less written in pen right now. Uh, and why I think that there might be a trade on the horizon because there's a lot of young guys that are not in this rotation and that would be silly so we're gonna talk about that here in the next segment so uh stick around we're gonna talk about Bilt Bars because Bilt Bar is amazing and they are also the sponsor of this show if you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories then you gotta try a Bilt Bar we got through the holidays and uh you know you eat whatever is in front of you for the holidays but with built Bar, you can eat what's in front of you, and it's good for you, it's perfect for you, and it's great for your New Year's resolution. And if you're wondering, what makes a built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% chocolate, like real chocolate, and they come in great flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond, but they're also healthy. They're good for you. There's only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now, after years of me telling you to just go to Belt.com and order a box using this promo code, no, 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 no. Now, you can also just go get one yourself. You, you don't have to wait around for the, the USPS to deliver this stuff. No, you can go to a, your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. You can head to your local... Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Bilt Bars. You can pick up a four bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. Or if you're closer to a Sam's Club, or you just want a bigger box, go to Sam's Club, run in, grab a 13 bar box of Hit Flavors Brownie Batter and Churro. You guys can just thank me later. <laughs> Welcome back to the Locked On Aids Podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. If you guys are on YouTube, uh, subscribe on YouTube for sure. Comment down below. So good at baseball. So handsome. Also, thumbs up. Uh, Thumbs up. Those are helpful as well. Uh, make sure to follow the podcast at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at by Jason B on Twitter, and you can check out Inside the A's for more A's news, insight, and analysis coming your way whenever it happens. Uh, I haven't written about the the guy that the A's DFA'd yet. I'll talk about that here in the next segment, but I'll write about that at some point and then you know get some views that way. But let's talk about the A's rotation with Shintaro Fujinami now on board officially. The A's have officially announced it. And so he is, he is on the team. He is, he is, a, he is an Oakland day, and I'm very excited. Uh, the A's did something that was exciting. Look at that. My dad texted me and said, yeah, uh, they're, they're not really, like, doing anything exciting. I'm like, well, this A's podcast that I listened to, uh, they they think that the A's might actually be kind of good in 2023. And he's like, yeah, but they're not doing anything exciting. Well, here's your excitement, dad. Shintaro Fujinami, better than Otani, question mark um that might be the title of this episode just saying anyways uh so there the is a rotation right now they've got a bunch of veteran guys and are they going to trade some of them i don't know i think that it would be smart to trade one of them but not the friend of the podcast one one so, of the other ones <laughs> but uh two of them they just signed so not those ones and not you, man-holding wrench. No, no, not you. That No, no, we're talking about Paul Blackburn, the guy that I said that might get traded, you know, months ago. Uh, now it looks like he, I mean, just based off of people that are it, in this mix, he'd be the guy that would be probably on the way out. Uh, anyways, Cole Irvin, probably the opening day starter if he's still around. I like him. I would like him to be a member of this rotation because he has that experience. He is a nice... V- I mean, veteran presence. Even though he's entering his third year in the league, um, he was a good he was a good uh, you know teacher for a lot of the younger guys as they were getting their feet wet. Uh, he was helping Adam Aller. He was helping Adrian Martinez. He was helping all the guys, and that was great. Uh, I like Cole Irvin just as a as a guy uh, and uh, as a guy on the team. He's he's good, and they're also. Paying him league minimum, so there's no reason to move him other than unless you think you can get, like, a, a haul for him, and I don't know that you can. He's, like, good. He's, like, a league average pitcher, and those are great, but I don't know that he's, like, you don't trade him yet. He's he's good. I like him. He's he's more valuable to the A's. Keep him. Uh, Paul Blackburn, he's fine. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about his arbitration salary here in just a second, or in the next segment. So, Paul Blackburn, He's in the rotation. Drew Riczynski, who you may have forgotten about because the A's made so many damn moves. But uh, Drew Riczynski from the KBO, they're going to have a guy from the MPB and the KBO in their rotation. And I'm excited about both of them, honestly. Drew Rychinski, uh, he has made at least 30 starts in each of the last four seasons. Uh, he made 31 this past season. So uh he should be able to give the A's innings. That is great. Uh, I mean, at least hopefully, because if he does, then the bullpen will be fresh fairly consistently. And you can just get your six innings out of Drew Riczynski and then move on. And uh, he was one of the best pitchers in the KBO the last uh, four years. So Drew Riczynski could have some good upside and he's here for two years. Uh, And then we got uh, Shintaro Fujinami, obviously very excited about Shintaro Fujinami. And then uh, once he's healthy, it's James Caprillian is the fifth starter, you would think, unless the A's were like, oh yeah, we're going to move him to the bullpen. But that doesn't seem like uh, something that they, they were going to do like this year. I mean, we'll see. But it looks like James Caprullian would be that fifth starter when he's healthy. He's probably not going to be uh, ready to start the season. He's, he had uh, right shoulder surgery, so he's going to, you know, be building up during spring training. Probably won't be ready to go. But a couple weeks into the season, he's the fifth starter. But, I mean, on opening day, it's probably either Kyle Muller or Ken Walichick. One of those two guys. But besides the the five guys that I just mentioned, Irvin, Blackburn, Riczynski, Fujinami, and Caprillian, there's another six guys that are like kind of waiting in the wings and pretty decent. I mean, they, they have the potential to be pretty decent. Adrian Martinez, very excited about him. He has tons of mov- movement on, on his changeup. I want to see him more. Adam Muller showed me something at the end of last season. I keep saying it because it's still true. He showed me something at the end of last season before he got hurt. I want to see him continue that. He's not going to get an opportunity. Uh, the way that things are shaped up right now, no opportunity. Ken Waldachuk, he's the A's number two prospect. He has he has some stuff. He, he's not going to be in the A's rotation. Cal Muller, who the A's just traded Sean Murphy to get. Oh, well, I mean, he was part of the reason. Uh, he's uh, He's not there. He's not in this rotation. What's up with that? And then you got uh Freddie Tarnock who might be a reliever anyway, but I'm putting him in here for outrage. Freddie Tarnock, not in here. And then you got JP Sears, another piece of another trade that the A's made moving veteran guys that isn't getting an opportunity now. It's just a weird thing. And it doesn't make sense, which leads me to believe that the A's are going to move one of, I mean, maybe they move uh, Blackburn and Urban and maybe, just going with guys that are a little bit cheaper. I mean, Irvin's as cheap as they come just because he's making league minimum, but you you got to develop these guys for the future at some point. It it would seem like this would be some point. I mean, I know that the A's want to win games, but at what co- you, you got to do something with the guys that you've been trading. You know, like if you if you trade Chris Bassett and shamaniah and uh, Matt Olsen, and Matt Chapman and Sean Murphy and uh, I don't think I missed. Oh, and Frankie Montas. If you trade all those guys and you get like all these pitchers back and like specifically pitchers, and then they're all like, we we need them all to be in AAA and you know Major League ready, and then you don't you you fill up the roster so there's no spots for them. That's ridiculous. So it leads me to believe that they're uh, they're going to be making some more trades and getting rid of some of the guys that are in front of them right now because uh, they've got a lot of pitchers. And uh, even their bullpen, kind of stacked. They have a lot of good guys. Um, so one thing, oh, I also didn't even mention A.J. Puck. Here's the thing, haven't actually looked into it, but Shintaro Fujinami, uh, he has thrown roughly like 100 innings the last couple of years, I think. And I know that A.J. Puck probably can't throw that many innings because he threw like 60, 66 last year. So maybe he can go like one What if you make them one tandem starter? You got A.J. Puck from the left, Fujinami from the right, and then you just mold them together and get eight innings out of them uh, once every five, six days. Uh, That would be great. And that's just an... Take that idea, Ace. Go ahead. That's yours. Just use it. Uh, And then you get two starters and save the bullpen again. I'm intrigued by that. I don't know that it would work. I don't know that it's a great idea, but it's something that I thought about right before I fell asleep. Uh, And um i could could be a good plan so fujinami from the right you got puck from the left that's your fifth starter guys uh and then who knows what the ace do in the bullpen uh, you probably have room for kirby sneed at that point because the a's also made uh, a move that uh kind of stinks but i mean maybe he'll pass through we're going to talk about what hap- what other transactions the a's made in just one second stick around you guys Welcome back to the Locked on A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked on A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm a by Jason B on Twitter and check us out at Inside the A's on uh, Twitter and on Facebook. So you've never missed an article over there because it's great and do it. Um, but let's just talk real quick about uh, the, the, the guy that the A's let go. And in the discord that I'm in, they're always trying to figure out Who were the A's going to DFA to make room for the latest signing? And uh, we're usually wrong, but uh, uh, the the guy that the A's did DFA was Tyler Sear, um, which kind of stinks. He was a waiver claim late in the season from the Phillies. He was drafted by the Giants. He signed as a minor league free agent, I believe, with the Phillies last season, got waived by them. So maybe uh, he doesn't have enough of a track record for another team to take a chance on him, and maybe he just gets to stay with the A's? That would be the hope because he was he was pretty solid in his 13 innings. He made 11 relief appearances for the A's. I believe they were all in September. Maybe not. Maybe it was like August and September or September and October. I don't know. I uh, didn't look that deep into it, but he did have a 208 ERA. I remember him being very, very solid, and I liked him as a depth piece. And I know that you don't necessarily need depth pieces when you have you know a guy with the potential of uh, Fujinami here, but I mean... These have more depth now, and I would like to see them kind of hold on to it. So the move stinks. Hopefully he he clears waivers, but I'm kind of guessing that he's not going to, a la Zach Logue, which stinks. But, you know, we, we, we did get a cool a cool starter, which I don't know what they're going to do with everybody. Maybe Adam Aller or Adrian Martinez can just be bullpen pieces now. Freddie Tarnock might actually be bound for the bullpen with, uh, with the Tyler Sear. Uh, here. So anyways, uh, the A's also came to terms with three arbitration eligible players, those being Tony Kemp, Ramon Laureano, and Paul Blackburn. Blackburn signed for his actual uh, estimate, which is $1.9 million on MLB trade rumors. They just nailed that, and they're like, here's what you get. There you go. And then Laureano got $3.55 million for the 2023 season. He was uh, expected or, you know, projected to get 3.6. So big discount on Ramon L'Oreano. But uh, it was Tony Kemp that took the biggest discount. He was projected for 3.9 million. He signed for 3.725. The A's are just saving money, and now they can afford to buy uh, Howard Terminal and just uh, go ahead and have a new ballpark. So that's pretty cool. Uh, big ups to the front office on that one, I guess. Um, or maybe the projections were wrong. Uh, there's so many layers here. I don't know, but I'm excited that all three, three of these guys are currently signed, especially Tony Kemp. I, I love Tony Kemp. He's a great guy. Uh, a, a lot like Cole Irvin, I think that he's a great veteran piece for the younger guys. You want to have him there for the infielders and the outfielders, and just every, everybody on the team loves Tony Kemp. Yeah, all the fans love Tony Kemp. Ramon Urano, I would like to see him do a little bit better, uh, you know, offensively, but he's a good guy. I, I like watching him play baseball as well, especially when he's doing well and paul blackburn uh i'm intrigued to see how he does returning from injury is he gonna be the guy that we saw in the first couple of months is he gonna be the guy that we saw in the last couple of months let's see i don't know but uh they're all three gonna be with the a's in 2023 as of right now they all have been tendered contracts uh entering the offseason the actual the A's actually had six guys that were uh, arbitration-eligible. They traded one in Sean Murphy, so he they took care of that one real easily. And then he signed a contract extension with the Atlanta Braves, so yay. Uh, then they also had Austin Pruitt, who they, uh, I believe, just released. Um, yeah, I, I think that they uh, DFA'd him and he chose free agency, I believe is how that worked. Um, but they might have also just released him. I'm not sure. Either way, He's on the free agent market right now. Uh, and then they also had Diola Guerra, who uh, I thought that they should have just paid the $900,000 that he was expecting, but they sent him to a minor league deal, and uh, so they're going to save a little bit of money, I guess. But he's recovering from Tommy John surgery. He's happy to be back with the franchise. I'm happy to have him back with the franchise because I love Diola Um, Big fan, Diola Guerra. Pair him and Domingo Acevedo. That's a bullpen right there. That That's a solid bullpen right there. But anyways, that's all that I got for you guys today. Uh, hopefully, you are very excited about Shintaro Fujinami because I know I am. Uh, he's going to... I cannot wait. If him and Otani face off once, I am. that's a must-watch TV for me. Because, uh, I don't know. I, it just feels like there might be something there. I want to know what happens at this press conference. That's all I'm saying. But uh, thank you guys so much for making a Days your first listen every day. Uh, next episode will be next week, so we'll talk about that. Um, maybe we'll talk more about the Shintaro uh, Fujinami signing. Maybe we'll talk about some other stuff. I don't know. We'll talk about today's baseball. There you go. Uh, now, go make your second listen to Locked MLB Prospects Podcast because host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep. On the MLB Star Trek Tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So check it out. That's all. Check it out. Go go do that now. Um, but that's it for me today, you guys. Uh, I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. You can check out the show at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. Also go check out Inside the Ace because there's good stuff over there and that's how I feed my family. (laughs) But uh, that's that's it for me today. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times, Ace fans. And I will talk at you tomorrow.